0: Number 1 versus number 2 to get things started here at 133.
1: Hirachi driving and- the two, the national championship, to Carter Starchi. And off a nice leg attack by Brooks. Brooks works into a body lock. He throws brands to his back. That's all we get? you're moving on already.
0: Chaplin, K White, Roman Bravo Young, Penn State's first champion at 133 pounds. And what a way to start the night—a victory in a sudden victory. Man, it feels amazing. You know, I put a lot of work into this. People don't see, and uh, you know it's a lot of pressure sometimes. But got it done, and now I'm a national champ forever. It means a lot. Welcome to the latest edition of the Let's Go State Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Gerber, joined alongside by a national champion and 184-pound representative for Penn State University, Aaron Brooks. Aaron, how are you doing today?
1: Hey, what's up, Mitch? Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. I mean, uh, we're past Thanksgiving now. Yeah. We started the <laughs> 2021 regular season. It's underway. What's your biggest takeaway so far?
1: Um, Just uh, the guys look good. They look hungry. Um, Just coming in, making sure everyone's uh, still motivated. And just looking to get better, you know, it's early in the season, but just um, still focusing on techniques and and things that'll make a big difference later on. So,
0: see, so, you know, it's interesting when the season starts. Everybody wants to push right away because you got that adrenaline back inside you. Yeah. You get to wrestle in front of thousands of fans in Rec Hall and on the road. When it comes to that, how do you make sure to limit yourself, maintain yourself, to not push too hard too early?
1: Yeah, so that's a, um, that's a great question because you know the folk Style season season's a long season for us, you know. It's um it goes from winter into spring. So like I said, um uh, we wrestle, you know, we start in November and it ends in March, the end of March. So um just making sure that like I said, you're not burning your fuel too fast, you know, you're easing into things because um you want to peak at the right time. So even on the road and stuff, you know, it's just like getting used to it, getting in the flow of things, but not not exerting all your energy into that already, you know.
0: What's been the craziest thing you've learned from the mental side since you arrived on campus?
1: Um, you know, I remember my freshman year, I would just um this is one thing I learned recently. You burn calories from thinking sometimes. Like, if you what? overthink, you burn calories. So, like, I remember um, before matches sometimes if I was overthinking, I would already feel kind of a little fatigued. So, it's just like, you know, staying calm, not thinking too much about it. You know, I used to really think about what I wanted to go out there and do. But now it's just um, just relaxing and just focus on a couple of things. But that's actually, I think, someone told me this the other day. It's like, you burn calories when you think. Or if you're, like, if you're using that front frontal cortex of your brain, you know, you're going to use a lot of uh, calories. So, that's one thing I did learn. It's crazy, but...
0: You it literally can, burn calories just yeah, by
1: thinking. You can get fatigued, yeah.
0: So, like, if you think too much before you go out and take the mat, no matter the situation, you're you're already burning calories. Yeah, out you there. might already
1: burn like 500 calories. You know that you just put in for after weigh in. So you gotta be you gotta be careful with what you're thinking about and not thinking too too serious or. You know,
0: and I feel like the people listening to this podcast can't take that as an excuse to the <laughs> workplace and say, oh, I was thinking too much. I was burning too many calories <laughs> at the desk. That's not an excuse for those that, of you that are uh, listening out there. I see that you got a tattoo on your left arm. What is your tattoo?
1: So um, when I was 10 years old, I went up to a wrestling club in Pennsylvania. It was called Renegade Force. Um, it was run by a guy named Chris Bentley, and he was my club coach for all the way up to high school. And um, he actually passed away my senior year. But I remember, I think I went in there when I was uh, before I went to high school, and he had this tattoo on his ankle, on his calf, and I was like, Man, I want that tattoo, coach. He's like, you win, like you win four state titles in Maryland. And he was like, he was he was messing with me. He was like Maryland's easy. He's like, but you win four state titles, I'll let you get it. But um, my junior year of high school, he passed away, so I wanted my senior year, and then um, his wife, you know, it she uh redrew it up for me, and I went and got it for him. So it's just uh, the renegade within the club is called Renegade for us and it's just got his the day he passed away, and um. Yeah, it's, it means a lot to me. So
0: That's really special. That's yeah. a really cool story. Thanks for sharing that. So every time you go take the mat, do you try to uh, look at it and embrace it?
1: You know, when I look at it, you know, it just reminds me, um, that's that coach, uh, Coach Bentley, he changed my, my game, not just from wrestling, but my mental. You know, that's where I got a lot of mental toughness from. You know, as a kid coming in, I was always hot-headed wrestler. You know, I get frustrated, you know, yelling at the refs and stuff. And he knew how to push my buttons to, you know, make me mentally stronger. So, you know, that's one thing that I always take from him is um, the mental toughness. And that's one thing that I know is engraved in me. And um, it actually says Ranger Train, too, because he was a ranger. And um, he put us through that kind of those mental things as a kid. So that's something I'm very grateful for is uh, his lessons, not just with wrestling, but um, the mental toughness that I've gotten from has just carried me to this day, you know.
0: Not everybody can say they've been trained by a ranger and stuff like that. Obviously, yeah. there's a there's a huge mental <laughs> side when it comes to that aspect of things. You said that you used to be a hot-headed wrestler. I don't see that yeah. in today's day and age. Yeah. What changed?
1: Uh, thanks to him, like, he, like I said, he knew how to push my buttons. You know, it'd be a day in practice, and it might have been a live go where I'm, I'm looking for a takedown for like 10 minutes, and then he'd look me right in the eyes and say, no takedown. So little things like that is like um, he pushed me mentally so much, and then um, just being able to grow – that's what really separated me from a young age. Like I was, I was good as a kid, but like I said, that was my weakness. You know, I'd be beating somebody, and if a call went bad, the whole match went bad for me. So he saw that in me, and you know, that's what he he worked on with me, and um, to this day, like I said, it's something that I'll always forever be grateful for.
0: So, how do you continue to push yourself every single day?
1: Um, you know, my my goals haven't been reached yet. That's one thing, and um, like I said, um, I do this for me and my family as well. You know, so. One thing is like um I always have something to be done. And that I don't look at it as like um like I'm not happy with my accomplishments, you know, but I just know I can always give more and be better. And um I I also give credit to my dad for that. You know, he's always told me like we always can work on something, whether it was um the season accomplishments from past season, he'd be like, All right, let's add this to your style now. You know, so it was never let's just keep working on something that worked. It was always let's add this to it, let's add this, let's add this. And um wrestling in Maryland, I wasn't like uh Maryland's not really huge for wrestling so it was really just um you know every summer me come in let's get better better so i think uh like i said i owe that to my roots
0: give more than you receive i like that right there and just keep building on it. it's the building block foundation will your goals ever be achieved when you take that into account
1: um for wrestling you know i have my goals but there's all there's life goals too you know uh coach he left the office you know i want to coach one day you know but my goals in wrestling is to um you know win the olympics you know win my foreign state titles but um I always have goals, goals outside of wrestling, goals to be a great coach one day, um, be a mentor for young men, so a lot of stuff.
0: You want to be a, a coach at the collegiate level, professional level, what do you want to do?
1: I'm thinking uh, collegiate and HBCU maybe, so okay. I want to I start something like that, you know, Morgan State, Baltimore, Maryland, so if I can, you know, change something like that, that would be great for me, you know.
0: Would you ever come back to a place like Penn State? Uh, of course, yeah. Yeah. You can't know, pass I, up that I can't, no,
1: no, yeah, but um, I just, I love the coach now, you know, even the guys in here, I always want to help, you know, I always want to look at things, or I'm always watching wrestling to learn different positions, so, um, yeah, just love the game from the inside and out.
0: Let's go away from the mat. What do you like to do personally?
1: Um, I just like to have fun, you know, I think the the main thing that takes my mind away from a lot of stuff is just being with people I love, my friends, my roommates, Paul, Baylor, um, Greg, Emron, those guys, so, um. Just whatever it is, we can be doing anything. If we're laughing together, that's what that's what I like to do. You know, um, interest. I like to watch. This is new interest for mine, TED Talks. Oh.
0: Um, that's
1: why. That's why I learned this calorie thing too. I think is a uh, TED Talks. So it's interesting because I just learned so much stuff I never knew. And um, but YouTube TED Talks. I like to watch um, other other sports, other athletes, just to pick their mindsets. Like boxers, I love their confidence. You know, boxers have the most confidence out of any athlete. I think so. Just always trying to take something from somewhere. And sometimes it's just uh you know I might scroll on TikTok and just get a good laugh in, but I always trying to just you know add something to me you know whether it's like knowledge, physical.
0: How much time have you wasted on TikTok sitting in bed and all of a sudden it's like nine p.m. ten p.m. <laughs> you're like, oh, it's now eleven
1: p.m. Endlessly scrolling like um my phone reminds me though it's like oh Yo, your screen time went up by like twelve percent you got to chill so when when I see that I'm like let me put the phone down a little bit I got some blue light <laughs> glasses now to hopefully there you go help me out but
0: there you yeah. go. Uh, you talked about TED Talks. Is there one TED Talk that has really kind of struck you one way or another?
1: Um, I think uh, I watched one, and like I said, it was about the, the front part of your brain and the back part. And a lot of people, um, they don't feel present. And that's because, you know, they're acting out of habit, reaction, those kind of things. So it's like do things that stimulate the front part of your brain more. And I found that really interesting because I related to wrestling. And I'm like, what if sometimes I'm out there and I'm just in habit? but I need to be thinking with uh, the front part of my brain to where I can make critical decisions. And I found that one really interesting because, like, it touches every part of your life. So it's like, even if I'm in class, or it's like, I try to be a way better student now, but um, it's like, if I'm just going to class and I'm not really using that front part of my brain, I'm just going to be in habit, maybe opening my phone too much, you know, stuff like that. So it's like, I'm trying to work on just kind of being able to control my mind in that way. And that TED Talk was really cool.
0: How do you control the front part of your brain? Like, give us an example that you learned from the TED Talk.
1: So, like, um... So whenever you go to do something, usually, so say you wake up every day and you do the same thing, you have to change that habit. You have to make it like, you have to do something out of that habit, and that's you using that critical part, because if you just wake up and do the same thing every day, you're going to keep using that part of your brain. So it's like, if if you notice that you're doing the same thing or you're thinking the same way in a certain situation, it's like you got to control it, like, all right, now I'm going to choose to think this way. And then through habit, uh, it eventually goes in the back part, so...
0: So it's like if your alarm goes off, at what time does your alarm normally go off? Like 7.30. 7.30. Your alarm goes off. You wake up. You go brush your teeth. Let's say that's the first thing. So if you brush your teeth normally with your right hand, it's just become a cognitive state. It's it's normal for you. Yeah. So if you switch it up to the left hand, all of a sudden you're using the front part of your brain.
1: Yeah. So it's now it's like, all right, I made that conscious decision. I noticed I'm using my right hand again. Switch to the left. And then day by day... If you do that for 14 days, such and such, then that becomes the backside to where you don't have to really think about it too much.
0: So how do you use that on the mat?
1: Um, so when I come to learn new moves, so sometimes like if you come in, if you wrestle and you want to do new moves, you might not hit it in a match because if most of the time when you're in a match and you're in fight or flight, you're using that backside. So it's like if I want to be able to use something and reach in that I haven't really broken down the habit yet, I got to use this part. So if it's a new move I've only done for like a week, I'm going to have to make a critical decision in the match, you know, because it's not going to be out of habit. My ankle pick, that's out of habit. If I want to try something new, I got to be critically thinking. I got to be relaxed to be able to make that decision. So,
0: Do you find yourself actually thinking about that during a match or is during a match just go time and we'll um, think about that later? So
1: I kind of notice like certain times when I really like, so the first period usually I'm thinking in the back of my mind, but then sometimes I'll catch myself like ref resets us. I'll be using the front part. I'll catch myself like, okay, now I'm in control of this match. Let's relax. Let's think critically. So that's one thing I noticed about me. It's Like, I'll be in rec hall, first period's over, second period starts. I'm looking around. I'm like, okay, now I'm critically thinking. I'm present again. I'm out of habit. I'm in control. Let's start to really think and break this guy down. But I want to so do it cool. from the beginning, though. I want to start doing it like, you know, but then again, you don't want to be, t- you don't want to think too much. You don't want to overthink too much. So you want to use both because some things you do out of reaction habit are perfect, you know, because sometimes you might react, you might need to react. But you can't because you're, you're overthinking, you know, so.
0: All right, so let's go from the front of the head to the back of the head and go into your guys' – what are you living in, an apartment, a house?
1: little house. Yeah, a little trailer house, I think it's called.
0: What's um, uh, floor. What's like if we were to establish ourselves and walk in the front door as an audience, what are we seeing in there?
1: Whew. Uh, some It depends on the day. Sometimes laptops, bags all over the couches. But uh, it's nice. You walk in, you got a nice big flat screen that we all chipped into. So. There you go. That's nice for uh, football games and watching sports, so – um, walk in, make it right. There's three rooms on the right side, uh, bathroom, and then left side's Paul's room. But if you walk through, it's all like a loop. It's just one floor and there's kitchen and then little dining room and that's it. So there you go. the house isn't much bigger than this room. But,
0: <laughs> there you um, <laughs> go. Aaron Brooks, our latest guest on the Let's Go State Wrestling podcast. Aaron, appreciate your time and continued success to you the rest of the season.
1: Oh yeah, thanks, Mitch.